HBs, we're here for Heaving Bosoms Ask a Badass, where every week we spotlight one of you. Next Monday, make sure to tune in for our special guest. Tessa Bailey joins me to recap one of her favorite rom-coms, Safety Not Guaranteed. Come hear me gush over all that is Aubrey Plaza, learn about some of Tessa's exciting projects, and so much more. And now you get to hear from Allie, a Myers-Briggs savant, Penny Reed fangirl, Jill of all trades, and all-around excellent human. Here we go. Hi, Allie. Hi. Welcome to this podcast segment. Oh my goodness. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited. So very few listeners that we have because I'm sure I lost you in some sort of mayonnaise conversation in the past. This is Allie. Allie, would you like to be Allie F? Sure. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. Let's maintain your Facebook anonymity. Um, (laughs) Sounds good. So that all the trolls can't find you. Mm -hmm. Um, So many trolls. They're always after me. (laughs) This is Allie F. She is a, I would say you came in a little later to Heaving Bosoms, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But we couldn't imagine this place without you at this point. Very active, very active uh, HB, very supportive of other HBs. Allie and I also are part of the, uh, well, she's not anymore because she's the worst, but we This is a great as- start, Natalie. Thank you for <laughs> nicking me. <laughs> Allie used to be part of the Chicago, say- Chicago HB uh, party planning committee, and then she moved to Florida, and life has never been the same. I was just going to say, it's so lovely to hear your voice again, but now mm-hmm. I take it all back. <laughs> I take it all back. You're... I, it's all right. It's only we've only got it's, uphill it's to go. It's an enemies to lovers story <laughs> from the beginning. I, well, of this we podcast. were we were friend, friends to enemies, maybe. Oh no, no. <laughs> that's, that's the opposite. I don't like it. Okay. So uh, let's jump right into it. Let's talk a little bit about romance because you have a very different than I think a lot of, uh, at least the people I've interviewed so far, a little different ro- coming to romance story. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So I guess how how did I come to romance? I came to romance. Well, first I'll say I have always had a lifelong love of shipping fictional couples. If yeah. there's any show or movie, but specifically show because those are you know longer arcs uh-huh. where there's two people that you can tell should be together. Uh, that's what gets me immediately invested in the show and and just waiting to see what happens when they finally. Did you Do, used to watch Bones? Bones. Uh, well, I, I was a huge X-Files fan. Oh, and so, oh like, yeah, for, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. like, for me, Bones, like, I like Bones. For me, when I started watching Bones, I was like, this is just fake x-files and i felt that <laughs> i felt the same way about fringe when it came out i was like, i don't want this watered down kind of like you're doing autopsies if but there's like, no implant in your nose are you even a show yeah like there's just not enough i don't, I don't uh, weird stuff in it i i don't know but <laughs> so anyway so but i i do i like all those things and i i like you know i like it all i like um so anyway, so that that's so I've definitely like have that um, romantic soul. Yeah. And but what brought me to romance was I had just finished reading 
the fourth Corman strike book. Which for those uh, people out there is, uh, well, it's written, who is, what's the pen name? Robert Galbraith, but it's really J.K. Rowling. Yeah. So, Um, and I, it's on my list, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, it's the thing I've been pushing everyone to read, especially if you can handle, you know, uh, it's a mystery series. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not specifically romance. And it's it's kind of like dark and you know, there's murders oh. and stuff. Like there's there's I don't know. There's there's there there it's about You're a You're losing me. I feel like <laughs> you were selling me with the love story back when we first started talking about yeah. it. And you were like, Natalie, it's just this you it's a low key slow burn. It is that's all you need to know. <laughs> but it's like two fully fleshed out human beings like watching mm-hmm. them fall in love slowly over books. It's fantastic. I, um, I like that in theory. That I and it, <laughs> But it's and also solving crimes. Yeah. Okay. So I I've talked about this a little bit before on other episodes, but I cannot have sadness or well, I can have sadness because I mean a lot of great romances uh-huh. have sad elements so that you can really appreciate the happy elements, and they have to have that angst. But yeah. like anytime things are get like real dark for an extended period of time in a book, I just will like be like, nope, it's, fuck that, I, get out of here. It's not dark. I. Uh... It's not like Mystic River or Dennis Lehane dark. It's not like that. So, okay. but, you know, it's not, there's that level. Did you see how like... I just pretended like I knew that reference? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, not, sure. It's, I, I, well, I don't know. Maybe is other that, people Was that that would... Clint Eastwood movie? Is there a Clint <laughs> yes, Eastwood movie? Uh, okay. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. There was a movie. It's really sad and it's, okay. it's very, Great. very dark. It's, I'll cross it's, it off it's the list. Like don't that. need to see no, it. No, no, All no. right. Good. It's not like that. It's it's kind of like it understands what it is. Yeah. Um. But it does like the third book is about a serial killer who's oh, okay. killing ladies. Well, I mean, like, I obviously you know I mean? like, yeah. It's, I like it's, Bones. There's, there's so many serial yeah, killers. Yeah. So it's there. I would yeah, say yeah. it's like on the level of a Bones, except mm-hmm. except they're both English, and so okay. they they go to a lot of pubs and eat All biscuits right. and things. All right. I'll get um, out my translator. <laughs> Yeah. So I yes, yes, absolutely. So after I finished reading the fourth one, which oh my god, when you read by the time you get to the end of the third book and read the fourth one, you're just in it and mm-hmm. stuff is happening and it's <gasps> what's gonna happen next and and then no more book because she's gonna yeah. take like two years to finish the fifth book and yeah. she said there's gonna be like ten of them and so I that's kind of how I, I feel now? about <laughs> yeah that's how I feel about Penny Reed sometimes I'm like excuse me yeah yeah why yeah. are you writing other series when this series is not done yet i yeah. i do not <laughs> I, I get her reasons though like yeah, yeah. and I, I you know we both know i love Penny. Yes. um yes so so yeah so <laughs> the story is getting very long that's okay we got nothing uh, but time <laughs> so so anyway so then i was like jonesing for another i had a major book hangover i needed something else and i discovered that audible had a romance package and yeah. i never really read romance I never listened to romance. And so I started, I got that and started listening to a bunch. And, you know, the first few things I listened to were kind of like misses for me. And so I I just kept looking for the thing that was really gonna, you know, that I knew was gonna be good characters. And I knew was out there. And then I read the kiss quotient. And then Mm -hmm. that kind of changed everything for me. And I was like, this is what romance can be. This is amazing. Yeah, I think it's one of those books that a lot of people have recommended for somebody that is trying to get into romance for the yes. first time. It's, gateway it's, drug. It is a gateway drug. It is. I mean, I read it after I'd already been reading romance for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the writing is so good and the characters are so unique and they're so fully developed. You know what I mean? That it's just it's a great 
it's a great book. I haven't read The Bride Test yet. Oh, it... the, the Bride Test is is also wonderful. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are saying that they even that that's their favorite now. I still mm-hmm. have a soft spot for the Kiss Quotient, um, mm-hmm. but I both of them are great, and I can't wait for Quan's book. It's gonna be amazing. Okay, so now you're deeply embedded. Do you read things other than romance right now? Not, not really. Uh, I, now, now that I've mm-hmm. been stepped in, and what's so great is like, so, you know, from reading the Kiss Quotient, I was, I, no one I knew had read the book. I really wanted to talk about it. And, yeah. you know, I kept like trying to push it on people and say like, you should really read this book. It's amazing. I want to yeah. talk about it with you. And, yeah. you know, people were busy. And so I ended up just searching for it on Apple Podcasts. And that's how I found um, Heaving Bosoms because yeah. there's an episode about it. And I was like, yay, I could listen to other people talk about it, <laughs> even though I can't participate because they're on a podcast and I want to talk. But you can participate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so. So now with um think thanks to to heaving bosoms in particular I get so many great recommendations that I just feel like I have a TBR list that's a mile long Absolutely and, you don't ever um, need to leave No and, well and well and I don't ever need to like actually think about what I'm going to read next mm-hmm. because I know it's going to be good because smart interesting people told me to read it Yeah absolutely and so now you're an active member of the cult we have folded you into our heaving bosoms. Yeah. Um, and uh, when I joined, I really was just going to be a lurker. I wasn't going to post it all. Well, did you join right before KissCon last year? Um, I joined, yeah, I would say shortly before, probably like a month or two before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then, um, which at that time, if you think about that last year, so KissCon last year was April something something. We bought The world tickets. has changed. Yeah. People bought tickets, though, the month of, mm-hmm. if you think about that. And now mm-hmm. they're already sold out. Yep. That, isn't that bananas? Yeah. And so I was over. very spoiled because I happened to live in the city where mm-hmm. the event was being held and, you know, bought tickets on a whim. And mm-hmm. so glad I did because I met so many wonderful smart funny interesting people in person and so now yeah i'm fully fully invested hb (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) um what other podcasts have you do you listen to i do listen to the um big magic magic Mm -hmm. lessons podcast Mm -hmm. i have i've listened to a couple of those because i really really love big magic i think that's Mm a wonderful book about creativity and um recommended to everyone whether you're a writer or just you know, well, living a creative life. That's um, Elizabeth Gilbert, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. And and I have to say, I wasn't a fan of Eat, Pray, Love when it came out. Mm-hmm. I um, I pretty strongly disliked that book, and so mm-hmm. I was resistant to read Big Magic. But I love Big Magic, and I'm in the middle of a reread right now, actually. So besides podcasts and everything like that, like how does romance fit into your life? Like, is everybody aware and like knowledgeable? Like, oh, Allie reads only romance right now, or whatever. Like, is that yeah, I'm pretty open about w- what I'm reading. I'm, you know, I'm not uh, uh, embarrassed mm-hmm. by it or I, 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 that even seems like a weird way yeah, to say it. I don't because, know. But there are people that are not, a lot of people still feel like romance is a guilty pleasure or like that maybe they won't talk to their serious work people about romance because it won't make them feel serious. Uh, yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess maybe I am kind of in that mm-hmm. bucket mm-hmm. where I'm too, but, but honestly with my personality, I'm kind of choosy about what details I yeah. share with, about my life with anybody anyway. Yeah. I'm very selective about what like, is that like this, mm-hmm. this group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
right? Right. Um, so, you know, I, I think I just kind of naturally do that anyway. Um, and so romance kind of falls in that bucket mm-hmm. uh, in terms of sh- deciding what yeah. to sh- pieces of information to yeah, share Yeah, like when. this person um, doesn't need to know what I'm reading because I don't care about them enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I say, like, I've been burned before mm-hmm. just in terms of, like, work situations or other situations where... I've um, been really open and friendly and then it just like turns into like a big old headache. Sure. And so now I'm very secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, but I, I, I just, I'm pretty excited and I hope my husband's okay with me talking about him, but yeah. um, I just convinced him to start reading the Winston <sighs> books. That's great. And I'm really excited and I've really had to like um, bite my tongue the whole time. And uh, he got mad at me a couple times because I kept telling him spoilers. And he's like, spoilers, I'm going to read it. Just give me time. And I'm like, but you're not reading fast enough. Read them. <laughs> so he he read um, Beauty and the Mustache and he just started Truth or Beard. And I feel excited. like just like in the books, anybody could have a man crush or a female crush on Drew. Like. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I, I respect Drew. I, I think he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not really for me, mm-hmm. but I, but Beauty and the Mustache is, is for you. It's, yeah, uh, it's just gorgeous. The cadence, it's just, has, that book has a cadence. I know that other, other people have talked about, um, like tempo of books and stuff like that. And that book, it has like a, like a tempo, like a cadence that's really, I find it to be relaxing to read and enjoyable. And it just kind of, it flows really well. I love that whole book. Yes. And there is quite a bit of melancholy in that book. Like there, it's not a lighthearted book. There's some lighthearted elements. There's a lot, you know what I mean? Like the nipple twisting right in the front, first part of the the book yeah. you know makes you know that it's going to have humor in it but it's a sad story right it's very sad it's like just this like perfect meditation mm-hmm. on grief mm-hmm. and what it's like to lose yeah. someone and you know it's it just seems like very real to mm-hmm. me as as someone that's gone through that kind of thing it, in my personal experience with my family mm-hmm. Um, you know, that the emotions you're feeling at any given time don't necessarily match up with what's going on in reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are funny times when you think you should be crying and you start crying when there's things that you think should be, you know, totally n- normal yeah. and not affect yeah. you. Oh, yeah. The and, smallest you know, thing I just can think trigger it's, that kind It's of just a gorgeous, you. gorgeous yeah, book. I love it so yeah, much. It was really good. I will probably be also doing a reread of all those books. I just have Ooh, yeah. not. I, I haven't. I, I think we've talked about this before. So we're talking about the Winston Brothers Penny Reed series, if in case anyone has mm-hmm. not read those. And the most recent one of those books was released and, and branded as this is not a romance in that it does not have a happy ending, but it is kind mm-hmm. of a bridge of necessary, of, of what I think has been represented as kind of necessary background info in order for the the final book which is a romance to make sense right is that kind of a good sum up yeah and and I, for anyone that's waiting and i don't know Me. you know when this is going to get released <laughs> Me, i'm waiting <laughs> you're waiting i uh, someone suggested like even if you're waiting read beard with me at least like maybe two weeks before beard necessities comes out or at least like two weeks because you're gonna need you're gonna need to process it Mm -hmm. before you read beard necessities and it's really it's boy it's um yes it's it's um there's sadness in it but it's not 
it's not throughout the book. Yeah. It's not like on every page. Right. Like I mean, that. yeah, it's it's just two characters um, that could, could but not it's, fathom oh, a way God, to, I, to make it work out at that time, yeah. right? I was sobbing by the end. Girl, so. I am going to have to choose wisely. I'm going to read it because it's going to be uh-huh. great. It's going to be uh-huh. it's going to be amazing and I'm going to mm-hmm. read it, but I can cry at anything. If it's a strong yeah. emotion, I don't care what that emotion is. It's coming out of my uh-huh. eyeballs. And I yep. know I'm going to be just like reading it at 2 a.m. My husband's going to be sleeping mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be crying silently, right? In, in yep. bed trying not to wake anybody up yep i'm i'm the same way i cry about cartoons mm-hmm. oh yeah i cry about not well not even like sad disney cartoons i'm talking like i have a very specific memory of crying because on the x-men cartoon in the 90s yeah. <laughs> when like Jean gray like turned into the <laughs> phoenix and like flew into the sun or whatever i was just like sobbing spoiler so, alert really <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you know. No, I know. know. Oh, Dark yeah, Phoenix exactly. Saga, you know. Um, uh, but really, uh, yeah, anything where there's anything that's that's relatively like someone feeling any sort of negative emotion mm-hmm. or I I feel like I have so much empathy. Well, for it always drives me crazy to. Oh, fictional. absolutely. Sad stuff or being empathetic. Like, definitely I'm crying then. But also, like, mm-hmm. when I'm extremely frustrated. So, like. It really sucks when you're trying to deal with work situations and you're really frustrated and it's like that is going to come out of my eyeballs because it's like my emotions don't know where to go. So like dealing Mm -hmm. with douchebag dudes and then feeling like you're going to cry on top of it or trying not to cry and they know that you're crying. Ugh, it's the worst. It's it's well it's like a catharsis yeah then. so just but i don't actively seek out sad no. things i'm not i don't know and, and that, if that's your jam no, like awesome i do not it you know go not for my it jam. i it's not usually what i go for but you some know, people do like you it, mix though. in like humor mm-hmm. if it's realistic and i care about the characters yeah. then yeah I'm a i had to be removed from a theater during beethoven the movie <laughs> because the dog was in danger I was inconsolable during the movie Mighty Joe Young. (laughs) Heaving sobs. Heaving sobs. Could not handle it. I will never, ever read or watch Marley and Me. No. That's what I'm talking about. Dog's purpose? No. No. I will yeah, I will like, never. I will, I will not and, I will not actively seek out the Marley and, and me. I will and not. Yeah, there's no. a there's a through line of Natalie, these are all animals. Yeah, I know. Because animals are pure of being and they don't deserve bad things. And how dare you mm-hmm. put that in a fucking movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how dare you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so besides uh, uh uh very powerfully standing your favorite things. Uh, like Winston mm-hmm. Brothers and Cormoran Strike. What else are you passionate about in your life right now, Allie? Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is the part that I knew you were going to ask me about. And You were um, like mentally like, know, what am I going to talk about? Well, kind of like, because I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I'm super excited to talk to Natalie about this on this podcast. Mm-hmm. This is going to be awesome. But then the other part of me was like, this feels like a job interview. Yeah. Why am I so nervous? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to ask me. <laughs> and I don't have good answers. You do know what I'm going to ask um, you. I gave you a questionnaire. And then I sent it to you. <laughs> so you have your own answers. <laughs> what am I? Well, I think... I think, okay, on the questionnaire, I think, like, because you mentioned, like, uh, like Myers-Briggs yeah. and stuff like that. We could we could chat about mm-hmm. that. I don't know how how interesting it'll be, but it is something I really like uh-huh. talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm more of a generalist than a specialist, kind of a, agree, you know, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. You're a um, renaissance woman. So, sure. Mm-hmm. 
we can call me many that. different skills many different abilities <laughs> many different specialties but you are very interested in Myers-Briggs we joked about that when I, when you were like but I don't know what I'm going to talk about and I was like you can talk to me about flipping Myers-Briggs I don't give a shit like <laughs> we, we talk about um, it on the cult yeah. a lot you've done Myers-Briggs for some book characters right yeah and uh-huh. um and I think that's really fun because it's like uh-huh. it's a different way so I am one of those people I'm like a personality test does not define me you know what I mean but it totally does like it's so creepy when you read you take a Myers-Briggs or you take another one because we used to do disc a lot when I was in environmental education and like they are that's what they're meant to do they're meant to help you figure out how to communicate with other people right that is right that's absolutely 100% so and Myers-Briggs just happens to be my favorite but yeah Mm -hmm. and I uh, basically, for me, I find human behavior so perplexing that if there's any tool for me to like navigate and better understand people mm-hmm. that act differently and think differently than I do and kind of get a handle on like, wow, that person had a very different reaction than I would to a situation, um, then, you know, I just gravitate to any tool that I can, like, help yeah. <laughs> understand why people do the things that they do. Good luck. Um, Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah. And so it's 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 funny because I feel like there's, like, you know, probably, like, a lot of, like, confirmation bias involved and other kinds of biases involved where, you know, now that I kind of learn about these tools that it's very easy to say, like, oh, you're acting this way because you're – an ENTP or or whatever. So Myers-Briggs just happens to be my favorite. And it is something that I'm often doing in my head, especially when I meet someone new where I'm like, oh, this person's this. I can tell because, you know, I can tell if they're extroverted or introverted. Mm -hmm. I can tell if they're doing certain things so that it kind of helps me like figure out, okay, this is how I can kind of communicate with this person and hopefully it'll go well. So can you walk me through what is your, what, what do you call it? What is your personality? What are your letter sets? What is that called? Sure, sure. So there's basically there's four letters. So from that, there's 16 combinations of letters. And so the first thing you're either an introvert or an extrovert. And it it's I really like um, this definition, because it's not really whether you people or like to be around mm-hmm. people or not. It's not really about that. It's not like a level of shyness. It's just more where do you get your energy? Mm-hmm. Do you get your energy from thinking out loud? If you have ideas, do you really need to think them out loud to process them? Oh. Or are you someone that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like internally processes things and then says them out loud later, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or, or do you, you know, are you energized after spending a, a, a day with people? Do you feel more energized or do you feel like wiped yeah. out and need to kind of recharge by yourself for a while and, and that kind of a yeah. thing? I I find that really interesting. I'm an introvert married to an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And so understanding the differences between what our needs are in, in terms of like thinking, you know, talking through issues and, you know, needing more talking time and more mm-hmm. quiet time, that kind of thing, I think is really helpful. Yeah. So the next one, it's N and S, which is intuitive and sensing. And I don't know how they came up with those names. But basically, if you're a sensing person, you, you, you're kind of like take, take things more as they are at face value. You are kind of earthy, oh, more yeah, earthy yeah, in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're more grounded, more pra- maybe potentially more practical than like, and, and kind of is more focused on like the symbolic meaning of things mm-hmm. and theoretical discussions. And when you get into like an N versus S conversation, there tends to be this like 
judgment value against S's versus N's. Mm-hmm. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like where, so I, you know, I think both are, are valuable and, you know, you shouldn't, you should, they're, they're both, they're both needed <laughs> in the world. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So then the third letter, it's either thinking or feeling. And so you're basically making decisions. I'm looking at this page right now that says, do you prefer to look at logic and consistency Mm -hmm. or first look at the people and special circumstances surrounding an issue? Uh So it's just kind of like, how do you make decisions? Is it it's hard because when you say logic based, it kind of implies that people that are feeling don't use logic. And I I don't like that. I think it's emotional decisions, right? It's going with your gut exactly. It's just you know or or even it's just taking taking into consideration like how your decisions are going to affect people mm-hmm. so then and so then just the last one is you're either a j or a mm-hmm. p and so um j's they 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 feel a lot better after a decisions yeah. made where they're just like yeah okay we got a plan let's move mm-hmm. on they like making lists they're kind of like more things more structured sure. versus p's prefer to keep their options open for as long as possible mm-hmm. you know that's that's pretty much yeah. it so mm-hmm. so i and then when you put them together um then it's kind of like how the t- the things work together kind of influence the full framework of that personality mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. and so i don't know i kind of like to pull them apart but then also like to think about them as like individual archetypes and so when i when i hear like enfp i have a specific kind of person in mind is it for the campaigner is like. because that's like some some of these myers-briggs tests have had like these personalities that they apply to you know what i mean have you seen those they're like internet things um, I, you know, there's all different, depending on like what site you look at mm-hmm. or whatever, they have different names for mm-hmm. things. So I haven't heard that one, but sure. That was, that was the one HB Kimberly, I think had shared, um, a, basically a Myers-Briggs that gave you like personalities, your, uh, your protagonist personality. But anyway, and so they had things like mediator, advocate, adventurer, Camp- campaigner mm-hmm. was mine this is not I don't know <laughs> this is not how my brain I, yeah. basically like if if I did not know personality tests existed uh-huh. I mean a uh-huh. my uh life would not change at all um yeah but I also be like weird that person just did that thing what a yeah. mystery well so so what's also <laughs> interesting to me is like um so just for example 65 percent of women are F's and 65% of men are T's. And so like, if you're a, if you're a female, that's a T or male, that's an F, then like, you're already kind of in a, you know, a minority bucket. And then um, the same thing where I think it's like 65% of Americans at least are S's and only 35% are N's. Hmm. And so um, when you start to look into that kind of stuff, and and then I'm I'm an INFJ, and that happens to be only one to two percent of the population. That's very it's the rarest. Type. <laughs> and so when I figured that out, and I read my profile, and it felt like it was reading my diary yeah. when I first read. I was like, oh my yeah. god, this is exactly like me. I've never read anything that fit me so well. Yeah. And and you know, and it felt I felt seen. Yeah. Well, I think that's um, literally what and- my comment was, <laughs> at least in one of these, because. Um, so here's what the description of me is according to this site. Uh-huh. It says, uh, which it also sounds like I'm bragging because I feel like this is not, oh, you should brag. Yeah. <laughs> be proud. Few personality types are as creative and charismatic as campaigners, which is the ENFP, um, known mm-hmm. for their idealism and enthusiasm. Campaigners are good at dealing with unexpected challenges and brightening the lives of those around them. Campaigners imagination is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth, which is 
that that is my whole yeah. job history. That is my whole yeah. life history, just like written out in that in that weird little clip, which was bizarre. Yeah, which is weird. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, so I I find all those like details interesting and kind of mm-hmm. help just explain. Uh, like why, for example, local news, which I always find really bizarre about the stories they choose to talk about yeah. and how they talk about things. And I realized very early on where I was like, oh, wait a second. Local news is basically geared towards SJs um, mm-hmm. and which are like the biggest group mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. And once I figured that out, I was like, oh, that's why I like this communication style doesn't really work sure. for me. I'm because I'm. <laughs> I'm one percent so. right. Well, yeah, and they're for going yeah re- for good reasons. Yeah. So for, they're I mean, trying to <laughs> angle to their biggest market, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I don't know, like just stuff like that. I find it interesting. If you're interested in knowing more about it, I'd recommend there's a website called personalitypage.com mm-hmm. that um, I really enjoy their descriptions, and then they have like a career section and like a love romance or just relationship section. I guess I should say. Because they talk about like you know parenting and and uh, friendship and that kind of stuff. So, um, what is it like yeah, pers- to be a per- like personality page? The idea is my for favorite. me, and this is just like such a description of me as a human being is like the idea mm-hmm. of of re- re- reading material to help me be a better person at something is such a foreign <laughs> like. I, I'm like, oh, well, I should just figure it out by trial and error, right? Like, why would I do research on it? Like, it's such a great idea. It's just not uh-huh. how my, my brain is like, oh, weird. You could just read books about that to become better at that. <laughs> you don't just have a sequence of failures to just figure out what doesn't work. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> your, well, your strategy, I mean, your your strategy probably has better, like, quicker payoffs you know what I mean like I I feel over the arc of my life that I'm trying to be more like you and to just you know fail fast and put myself out there is this how um, is this how it is like when when people who have curly hair always want straight hair and people who have straight hair always want curly hair like I I I wish I was better at researching (laughs) things before I do them and you wish you were better at just jumping right in like it's it's just how it is you know what I mean you always want the Mm -hmm. the different you know part yeah. of your personality so like yeah so it's good so like i think that you love this so much like this is again a very like you need to do this as a job right because you're so good at explaining it and you're so good at like walking me through what it is like that's is there is that a I, job? well it, it is well um being it is there there are different ways you can use it you can be a career counselor and oh. use the tools that mm-hmm. way um you which is that's kind of cool because then that's kind of a more one-on-one mm-hmm. thing um for an introvert like me and then uh there are um you know just like like we mentioned with disc and insight discovery and all those yeah tools, you could be like um, a corporate trainer using that you that kind right of stuff, you, yeah. right exactly mm-hmm. you could get certified in all mm-hmm. those things and and that is something that I'm considering yeah. it's something that I like talking yeah. about. And, well, you're so, I mean, like you um, you really broke it down for me and you've talked about it a lot on the cult and about, you know what I mean? Like you've, like I said, you've, you've done, I think you've done it for all the Winston brothers, haven't you? Yeah, I did. At one point I did do for all the Winstons <laughs> and uh, Penny Reed, she actually, so Penny, um, in her because i am a shark Uh and i'm in her group she confirmed that she actually does use myers-briggs for her writing and actually does like give each character a myers-briggs well from thinking about how being a writer and having to come up with these whole personalities that are not your own so like their Mm -hmm. reaction 
to something yeah. has to be their their reaction, not yeah. so using a personality test or something like that to figure out how your characters would respond to this because you want to imi- yeah. initially, I would assume you would want to go with what your initial response to something would be right. and you have to really think it. So it makes sense. It makes total sense. Yeah. So it's a tool that Haley and I are using for mm-hmm. the book we're working on. Um, and I'm, I'm sure other people have as well, but um, Penny wouldn't confirm any of the, the types, which I was, I understood. Rude. But- <laughs> how dare you i was like please please tell send me, me my guesses are right. send me a dm i won't share <laughs> I it need to i know. won't share it except on this podcast yeah i also think about like hogwarts houses a lot oh, yeah. like, you which know, is its own personality things. test right yeah 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 so i'm just like please give this ravenclaw like mm-hmm. yes or no answers on my guesses i need to know yeah but yeah <laughs> I want to get it right. Yeah. We've talked a lot about Penny on this podcast, but um, <laughs> that makes sense. I feel, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's fresh in your mind, right? Because you're just reading. It is, yeah. You know. uh-huh. But I feel like we've talked about, you and I have talked about Penny Reads books because we both really love them. And That's sure. I feel like when we first met, you were working your way through the Winstons, maybe. I was. Yeah. yeah. So we probably That's talked true. about it a lot then too. Let's talk about your lady loves. Oh, okay. I okay, I've got two lady loves. I've been thinking about this. Okay. My first lady love is um so having moved to a warm climate, I just went and got my hair done and at a Nevada oh, salon. I love the smell. And All of their products smell so flipping yep, good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so I just started using this product. It's called Smooth Infusion. Mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person that like, I, I hate styling my hair. I hate putting anything in it. I usually just air dry and go and forget about it. But I started using this Smooth Infusion mm-hmm. thing that you just like put a little bit in your hands and like put it in when your hair is yeah. still wet. And then you can either like blow dry it or air dry it. And oh my gosh, it's like a whole new world. <laughs> so it's so great. It makes your hair like so shiny and like takes any sort of like frizz you know, or humidity whatever. frizz yeah. out of it yeah adds body weirdly because that's why i hate stuff that like wears your hair yeah. down and always feels icky and this stuff is like amazing and as i get older my hair texture is changing and i've been like kind of self-conscious about yeah. that and mm-hmm. and so um this i was just like oh man this i i, I feel like it's just like oh giving me so much life and, and positivity <laughs> and self-confidence yeah and so I- it's it's worth it. Go try that. And maybe I need to try that because I um, don't, uh, but happens to me whenever I've used a smoothing product because I want to get rid mm-hmm. of the fuzz, but it just turns my hair into a flipping grease ball. Like it is, and it might just be my type of hair or whatever, because for years I couldn't even condition my hair because it would get uh-huh. so greasy. So then, yeah. but then when you don't condition it, it gets flipping frizzy. So then what do you yeah. do? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And I have similar issues mm-hmm. and and I can yeah. relate to that. So I give this a try. And it's wait. It's smooth infusions it's, by Avita. Yeah. And I'll okay. yeah, I'll send you a Perfect. link or whatever. Um and then my second lady love is one of my things that makes me happy is watching trailer reaction videos oh. on YouTube. <laughs> And I didn't know that these things existed and until like after it was either after like Wonder Woman or Black Panther Uh came out. And then um, I went to like go watch the trailer for it. And then I saw like, you know, there's just like dozens of videos of people watching movie trailers for the first time and having these reactions. And it made me so happy seeing other people so excited to see Black Panther. Yeah. (laughs) 
and see, you know, just any movie that you're just like really, really hyped for. Because mm-hmm. um, I loved, I love movie trailers anyway. Sometimes they're the only, I, I, I don't really see movies in the movie theater as much anymore. But, you know, sometimes that was like the best part of seeing a movie. You'd go and see like a so-so stuff, movie. Yeah. But the, yeah, but like the trailer is just like so much hope for something being awesome and good. And, then and it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I get I get so much enjoyment from watching st- complete strangers on the internet just like having a real natural reaction especially if it's one that it's something that I'm excited about that they seem excited yeah, about absolutely. it just like fills me with a lot of joy so <laughs> go do that it's fun are you ready for a lightning round oh god sure yeah let's do this I'm closing my I like have my eyes scrunched up I'm just like did you pe- did you ugh, did me. you peek at the questions do you have mental, do you have answers prepared in your brain? No, okay. no, I don't. No, All right. No, let's You're do ready? it. Well, we already know what your Hogwarts house is, so I'm not going to ask that one. Ravenclaw. Yeah, Ravenclaw Claw, forever. Claw. Um, are you an Aaron or a Melody? I, I'm going to say I'm probably more an Aaron, but I want that there's deep down inside, I have some Melody in me somewhere. Great. <laughs> I think there's a romance about that. <laughs> <laughs> do you have like a go-to author well i think we kind of covered this too well uh. yeah it was not obvious it's, it's, but it's, i love Penny. i love her um yeah and she's got a nice catalog where you can like of books where you can just like oh i'm in the mood for something and you can pick up you know what i mean there's a yes book. like i love um like i love the sally thorne books to the two that she's mm-hmm. had and i love the helen mm-hmm. wang books or i've only read the one but, oh, but you know what i mean yeah, when you have an love, author that mm-hmm. does not have the catalog built yet you know what i mean it's hard right. you're like oh i've read these two books so many you know what i mean it's um it's funny but, yeah and i hope but so far and i i love tessa dare uh-huh. i love I love um, a lot of authors, but like so far out of anything I've read, there's there's no one author that's that's so closely in tune with my like, yeah, I don't know, aesthetic and sure. personality and whatever is as Patty. Yeah. I love her. I'm um, reading Governess Game by Tessa Dare right now. Um, it's very good. Do you have a favorite trope? I love enemies to lovers. I love workplace romance stuff Mm -hmm. um which goes back to like the corman strike thing and like i love it i love two people that working together that like you know that lines can't be crossed and that yeah so like do you like when it's like but i'm your boss but oh well (sighs) do you like that i I know it No, not as much. No, it has to be like (laughs) not not as much with the power dynamic. More just like coworkers, where you know if you cross that line that you're and things don't work out, that you're still gonna have to see the person Mm -hmm. every day. It's kind of a forced proximity in its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and I love I love forced proximity. I love yeah, Mm -hmm. I love all that. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite carb? Oh gosh. Oh, everything. I like. <laughs> I love mashed potatoes. Do you like them plain? <sighs> Any way you can get Sk- skins, no skins. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Butter, cheese, um, garlic, cream. Uh, I guess just more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, no, I'm getting. I don't know. Any any kind of potatoes good. <clears throat> I love food very much Mm -hmm. uh and so i have i always have a lot of follow-up questions for people when we talk about what your favorite carb is or Mm. food is because i could talk about food for my whole life i love it do you do a bath meal sure 
I, I, when I, I, I'm a, I love baths. I, uh, I do occasionally take a nice relaxing bath, but I don't stay in there for like a huge amount of time. Cause I hate like getting pruny fingers and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if I would really have time to eat. My favorite, my favorite bath time activity is listening to the Sarah McLaughlin. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, listening to so like if I'm really stressed out and um and I just want to relax, then a nice bath with um a nice um Sarah McLaughlin Pandora playlist. Okay, so it's not all Sarah McLaughlin, but it's like a lot of like '90s kind of like these yeah. like one hit wonder type things from the '90s, and then mix them with like some Tori Amos and stuff, and it's like yes, perfect. You, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite Sarah McLaughlin? I like the whole fumbling towards ecstasy mm-hmm. album. That's a very I don't, good one. Her later stuff is kind of I think you know like sad puppies and things but like fumbling towards i think adia is my favorite that's a good one it's just i don't know it's just the stuff that i used to listen yeah oh totally absolutely (laughs) i think i never went to lilith fair but i think i would have fucking been balls out excited Uh if i went because that was absolutely female singer songwriters beth hart i wore Uh out my cd anything fiona apple i was all up in that um Uh i had multiple jewel Oh yeah, I'm sure some Fiona Apple will come on yeah. there, like the Sundays, uh-huh. maybe multiple little, like Sundays cover. Oh yeah, wild horses. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had multiple Jewel CDs. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that was all. I was all up in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have a problematic fave book or movie? I will accept both. What uh, book or movie? Uh-huh. I well, <laughs> I mean. Sorry, I'm laughing because, like, uh, we're going to talk about Penny again. Ah! It's like, it's not all I read. It's not, I swear to God, it's not all I read. But, yeah, Alex Green from Love Hacked is my problematic favorite. I love him. <laughs> love him International so much. cyber terrorist Alex love. Green. It's not the first time he's been mentioned love on this him. podcast. I just want you to know. Really? Correct. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and, and, I, and also, like, I, do yourself a favor and listen to the audiobook of that book. Who does his voice? <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't know, but it's it's. I think part of my reaction to reading that book was because the audiobook, well, like, there's a because you don't know the words on the page, and so you just right. hear them. Well, you know, like, you know what I mean. And so, like, and in oh, the page, on the page, it, there's a lot of discussion about what his voice sounds like. Right? Uh-huh. They talk a yeah, lot yeah, about yeah. what his voice sounds like and what it does, um, what it does to her. You know, <laughs> to yeah, Sandra. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, you know, I like a, I like a computer hacker. Mm-hmm. I like uh, a man that likes to go to libraries. Okay. Well, I, I like a man that is he really uh, going to libraries because he likes libraries, or is he going to libraries? Yeah, to es- he to es- loves to read. Is he going Wait, there to what? escape the what to call it? No, cap- that is his favorite Sunday activity: oh, is going to libraries my. and reading books <laughs> and going swimming. I just doing a lot of lap swimming. I can't tell how you feel and- about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I love Alex. Um, who would play you in a movie? I'm going to say, oi. Okay, I'm going to say two things. One, I would absolutely love Jennifer Garner because I love her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a I giant girl crush too. on her. Mm-hmm. I, well, she's just like, I, I feel like she's just like um, the Hufflepuff version of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's I just feel so like sweet, all of us. And I love her cooking. I, oh, my gosh. Uh, did you see the one of her making <laughs> pizza? I'm sure I have. She, yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel like she just <laughs> repeated or just posted it not too long ago, but it was like with uh-huh. another dude. And like, literally, I feel like she is the person that I would like to become. 
she, no, she's she's just she just seems like a lovely down to earth yes. human being. Yeah. And but then also like I loved Alias. I was a big yeah. Alias fan, and so she can like you know do kick butt action things and all that. I feel like so she like can her. do just about anything though, because she can be serious and she can be yeah funny and she can do the action stuff and then also yep. she makes bread and she and she does a lot of charity yeah. work and she just seems like a lovely human and who being. the and so, fuck is divorcing that kind of gem in uh, your life uh, well <laughs> i i don't i don't even have words, <laughs> even have words. and then the, my other thought would be i love i i can't i don't know the actress's name but whoever plays janet on the good place i love her i think she's really funny just like her her general like attitude and like sense of humor and her acting the, uh um, the first couple pictures i've already I, her name is uh darcy carden yeah yeah hmm. Yeah, she's really funny. Yeah. I would I would totally be happy with that. Yeah, I like her. She's cute. Um, I don't know anything. I haven't seen The Good Place, which is like, I know it's an error in my whole life, I feel like. It, it is. Like, the role she plays in The Good Place, um, I think it takes a lot of skill to do well. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to, it's like a very conceptual role, and she makes it very funny and just does like such a great job of it. And it's like very subtle kind of humor mm-hmm. and so i just i you guys yeah, also look alike really good. so that helps sure too. and we look alike yeah okay i mean you both have dark hair and you're both pretty that's all i really know about her Aww. so <laughs> this is a uh, friend appreciation hour here on um on ask a badass podcast um okay i have a last one Okay. If you could dispense one condiment from your belly button, what would it be? Oh my god, the condiment. Uh, I will say I'm going to say olive oil because I feel like it's very versatile. Um Oh my I god, you're like... such a Ravenclaw right now. I can't, I can't even. I mean, it tastes, you know, like it's delicious. It goes like, you know, you can make a nice pasta. You cannot you can even dip it see with my bread. face right now. You can't. <laughs> But then also, like, if you need, like, if your, like, skin's dry and you're like, oh, let me just rub some this. <laughs> Thank you for just taking this question in an entirely different place. Like, <laughs> like you know, like, I, I love I've it. even, like, my dad put, like, we had, like, a door that, like, the key mm-hmm. wouldn't, Absolutely. like, work anymore. And then you just take some olive oil and then you, like, it greases up the key thing of a You want to be grossed and out. And then the key yep, works. You want to be grossed out. Uh, sure the, yes olive oil is one of the things that they have pregnant ladies rub in areas so that they are more st- there you go more stretchy not gross it's it's just so like it's the Allie most useful is gonna be of ready. all the sh- for all things. for everything yeah, i guess i guess yeah i'm gonna be very popular people are always gonna be like Allie, <laughs> can i use some of your olive oil sure let me just dispense uh, it from pitch. my belly button for you <laughs> team building exercises for my job uh-huh. so i would like lead team building exercises for teenagers which is tough like get it so then <laughs> you try to come up with questions that totally like take them out of being a teenager because uh-huh. they're 
grossed out or they're laughing or whatever. You know what I mean? And you kind of remove Mm -hmm. that disgruntledness or whatever or worry about being different or whatever it is that stops teenagers from participating in things. And uh, Mm -hmm. you have to remove that in order to get to like the actual good stuff. I would love if someone came in and said the only acceptable answer is ketchup and then just was like really stood by that and judged everyone else. That is my only acceptable answer. That's my only acceptable answer. Okay. I don't, but I don't eat a lot of salad dressing or I don't eat a lot of, I don't. Oh, yeah. There you go. You can make a nice salad. (laughs) You could. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. I stand by it. Thank you. 100%. Thank you for Ravenclawing over that whole Mm -hmm. setup. Great. Thank you. I am so happy that you came on. Um, for any other listener out there, we are at askabadasspod at gmail.com. And uh, you can find me in the cult, Natalie MM in the cult, M dash M. You can't miss me. And Allie is Allie F in the cult. So tell her how much you liked uh, the episode today. And if you have feedback, questions, you want to come on the pod, you can send me a Gmail. Otherwise, we'll talk to you soon. So, Allie. Alan. Yes. Okay. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love heaving bosoms. Yay. <laughs>